Perikei Mishnah Chaf Kol Machlokes Shehi L'Shem Shamayim Sofa L'Hizgayim V'She'ena L'Shem Shamayim Ein Sofa L'Hizgayim Any disputes, any argument, any differences of opinion that are for the sake of heaven, L'Shem Shamayim will certainly have a constructive outcome and longevity in the future. But anything... And my world of machlokas, that's not for l'shem shemaim, that's not for the sake of heaven, will have no constructive outcome. Nothing will come of it. The Mishnah asks, Eizohi machlokas shi l'shem shemaim. What's an example of a machlokas, of a disagreement, of an argument that's for the sake of heaven? Zu machlokas hil v'shamay, the great sages, the early sages, hil and shamay debated many, many points. But it's a machlokas that's l'shem shemaim for the sake of heaven. And therefore, even today, we're still so deeply well-versed and are so familiar with all the basic machloksim, the disagreements between Hillel Shammai. Because it was for the sake of heaven, it has longevity and it continues. V'shein l'shem shemaim, what's an example of a machlokas that's not for the sake of heaven? Zu machlokas korach v'chol adaso, the debate, the argument, the usurping of the power of Moshe Rabbeinu that Korach had in the Midbar. All Korach wanted was the power, was the position, was the malchus of Moshe Rabbeinu. He wanted to be the one to control the Jewish people. He wanted to be the one to lead the Jewish people. He wanted the kahuna, not Moshe, not Aaron. And that was a machlokas that was not l'shem shemaim. Korach's intention was not positive, says the Mishnah. And therefore, we see what occurred. What do we know of Korach today? One thing. Vativla ha'aretz is Korach v'sadaso. All we know is that Korach and his company got swallowed up. I could talk from here till tomorrow with sources and marmakomos about machlokas and how difficult, dangerous, and deadly machlokas is. But I'm going to speak from my heart and I'm going to share with you some thoughts about Machlokas because it's such a difficult, painful topic. Machlokas goes back to Maise Bereshis, as Rashi notes in Sefer Bereshis, Shnei Ma'oros Gedolim. God originally created the sun and the moon the same, says the Gemara Meseches Chulen and Dav Samech. But says the Gemara Nismata Halavana, the moon became smaller. God made the moon smaller. Al The moon said, it can't be that two people can work together. How could the sun and the moon work together? It's an impossibility. God said, you can't work together. The sun can't work with the moon. You can't work with each other. Therefore, says God, I'm going to punish you, sun, and I'm going to punish you, moon, and make the moon smaller. And thus, Machlokas already begins at the early day of creation, in the creation of the world, and it continued. Cain kills Hevel because of his jealousy for the korban that he brought, another Machlokas. And all of the end of Sefer Bracious, the Machlokas with Yosef and his brothers, the brothers' jealousy, as the Torah tells us in they were jealous of their brother Yosef and that takes us down to Mitzrayim the Golas emerged the death of Hevel the diminishing of the moon all come as a result of Machlokas it's so powerful it's so dangerous I see this with my own eyes in countless encounters I have with people such basic differences are unable to be settled because somebody's not willing to either say I'm sorry or I forgive you Machloksim at the Amud who's going to dive in it doesn't happen in our shul, Baruch Hashem. But it happens throughout the country, throughout the world. I have a Amud, I have Kaddish, I have a Yortzite. And it turns out to be a Machlokas, a disagreement. And the Mishnah Bura says, the Kafachayim says, and all the Nosei Kalim say, that's the ultimate 
Chilul Hashem. And it's the ultimate chilul to the neshama if you're going to argue and have a disagreement and raise your voice and get upset and angry and you walk out on somebody because you're not willing to be mevater, you're not willing to give up the amud because somebody else has your sight. Destruction. It ultimately lowers the level of the neshama and says the Mishnah Brewer, you know what the greatest thing to do is? Give it to somebody else. That's the greatest aliyah for their neshama. When there's machlokes, you run for your life. You run as quickly as you can. You stay so far away. I'm telling you, it's the most dangerous thing to get involved with. As the minute you smell, you hear, you recognize machlokes, run like you're running from fire. Because it could destroy, it could kill, it could tear apart. I've seen it tear apart marriages, we've seen it tear apart yeshivas, shuls. It happens all the time and we need to move away from that. It divides, it causes splintering and divorce as a result of the most basic things that people are unable to reconcile. The power of machlokas is awesome. We always want to win. We always want to be right and to be correct. But if it's not l'shem shemaim, if you're not coming for a good, honest to goodness reason, run away. Of course, it's always difficult to know. Is it l'shem shemaim or is it not l'shem shemaim? With korach v'adoso, it's obvious that it was shalom l'shem shemaim. With hillel and shame, it's obvious that's l'shem shemaim. But the power of machlokas is so incredible, not only negatively, but also positively. The whole Mishnah and the whole Gemara, all of Torah Shabbal Peh is built upon machlokas. If it's not for hillel and shame, it's not for Abai and Rav, it's not for Briyoch and Reish Lakish. The entire world of Torah is built because of disagreement. And if there wasn't disagreement, what would, would the Jew do and what would we study? and how the halachic conclusions emerge is only as a result of disagreement. Disagreement is good, but it has to be l'shem shemaim. We need to learn how to agree to disagree as well. It's a wonderful book published several decades ago called One Nation, Two Worlds, from Orthodox rabbi from Lakewood, a reform rabbi who debated most basic tenets and philosophies of Yiddishkeit. And it could have been a brawl, it could have been such name-calling, but if you take a look, the respect that there is, it's the agreement to disagree. I could have strong opinions. I could have strong values, strong hashkafos, and be very, very grounded. That's okay. And I can express my opinion, and that's also okay. But that means that I have to be willing to listen to somebody else to agree to disagree. That's what Hillel and Shammai did. And that's what other great Gedoli Yisrael did. There's always machlokas. There's disagreement between Rabbanim, the disagreement between Gedoli Yisrael. But a true Gadol be Yisrael is able to stay away from the machlokas and to keep it within the realm of L'shem Shemaim. Because the moment it smells of something that's Shalom L'shem Shemaim, at that instant, at that moment, you run for your life because then only destruction can ensue. Yeshivas will close, shuls will fall apart, relationships will fall asunder, families will be divided over such simple basic things. It's worthwhile to let go. Nobody wins when there's a machlokas. Everybody comes out a loser. Nobody is a winner. We must learn to bridge gaps. We must learn to appreciate each other, understand each other. We're visualizing this and seeing this powerfully in our country and beyond now, today, more than ever. The divide is so great. The gap in the vacuum is so large. And in both aisles, nobody's able to look at each other. 
And it's this disagreement, the inability to be able to see and to hear the other side is destructive. It's okay that there are two different opinions, but let's learn to understand them. Let's learn to work with each other. And that's what the Tanoim and Amorayim did, and thus emerged Torah Shabbat and a beautiful code of Jewish law where there still are disagreements, but we agree to disagree. And that's what this mission is referencing. Know full well that Machlokis is powerful. It's powerful to the positive and it's powerful to the negative. But at the same time, we must recognize that there are times you agree to disagree, there are times that you stand firm with your opinion, and there are times that you look the other way. Every case and every situation is different. But we must use this Mishnah as the backbone and as the refrain. Is it L'Shem Shemaim? Is it not L'Shem Shemaim? And always ask ourselves that question when we're debating of the point and debating an issue. Is it worthwhile to push or is it worthwhile to step back? Is it worthwhile to listen or is it worthwhile to walk away? But certainly, certainly, the Kabbalah that I have and that something that's worthwhile to really take good counsel in is stay far away from Machlokas. It's just not worth it. That's what this mission is teaching us. May we be zoche to make sure to stay away from machlokes and to always engage in proper machlokes to learn how to fight, to fight properly, carefully, listen, and make sure that we're able to manage to continue on this path.